You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, Dean. From the AfterBuzz studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menounos and Bing.com, and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies, this is AfterBuzz TV's The Game After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. If you'd like to buzz in on tonight's show, you can buzz us at 424-256-1729. That's 424-256-1729. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's The Game After Show. Woo! (laughs) (laughs) Hello out there, and welcome, welcome, welcome to AfterBuzz TV, the game edition. We're feeling like some major lightweights up in here today. That's all right. We can hold it. We are holding it strong at 50%. (laughs) And hey, if you can run for president as a Republican with only 20% of the country on your side, why can't we do a game after show with 50% on our side? And there's our beat. Just a little late, my bad. It's okay, Ronnie. It's okay, Ronnie. We got Ronnie joining us in the booth. And I have an excuse, though, why it was... You know, you type the game, and you got to put B-E-T's, the game. The game. Yes, because it's a special game. The game, yeah, yeah. yeah. I hope the episode the was good. generic. It was an interesting episode. I, yeah. Across the table for me this week, we've got Kenny shining Hello. in navy. It's yeah, it's sort of navy. It's blue, borderline tealy navy with, the little, with red. the little red logo thing yeah. on it. Is that Express? What logo is that? It's Express. Yeah, I thought so. <laughs> There's nothing I wrong was with say, that. Hey, I know I paid. Hey, it works. Mm-hmm. They they charge you for clothes up in there. They sure do. In ways that sometimes they shouldn't, but it's all good. exactly. So this was on sale. So hey, nothing wrong with that. Exactly. They do actually do very good sales. They at do. Express. Yeah. And and if you're joining us here at AfterBuzz TV, you probably are watching us on AfterBuzzTV.com. But mm-hmm. just so you know, Bing supports us, and we want to continue to support Bing. So, Bing, do it. I don't remember what the line is. Bing is keep for doing. Bing. Bing. I actually booked on Bing today. Oh, good. Yeah, so my boyfriend's grandmother's co- uh, mother is actually coming to visit. <laughs> you said grandmother. Grandmother. I was thinking kid's grandmother. Okay. But my boyfriend's mother is coming to visit, so we booked her plane ticket on Bing. Nice. So Bing is awesome. And they tell you when the plane tickets are going to go up or go down. So okay, and, you, like and I'm going to get to meet her, right? Yeah, sure. Okay, good. I should bring her in for the game. That would she be fun. Be fun. Yeah. It would be an interesting episode, and she'd like, she would be hilarious. Yeah. I think she'd be amazing. Well, I already thought good. about that. So we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. But let's talk about the episode this week how did you feel kimmy i you know it's it's looking every episode is looking more and more like it did when it was on cw i was mm-hmm. actually kind of impressed with this one yeah, that's good um to hear. there were a lot of uh comedic points but a lot i, I actually appreciated the drama too mm-hmm. so um <clears throat> And I, I, okay, so I'll confess, I really didn't like the whole Malik storyline uh, this episode. Yes, yes. I, I, I tried to. I thought the beginning was funny, and as the episode progressed, I just lost a little bit. I have bit. to agree with you, and that was our nice little segue into the first portion of our episode. Good. Malik comes into the episode. Well, I'll say offhand, I, I appreciated the episode. It was definitely sort of an in-between it felt like it was sort of a filler episode at first, but then we got a big conclusion at the end. Right. So it turned out to be a little bit more than I expected. Right. And I appreciated Malik. 
beginning of the episode, it was very much like his old sort of mm-hmm. shenanigans mm-hmm. with the three women whose names he didn't know, Goofy and all in there. <laughs> My first question, though, before we get into the actual storyline mm-hmm. is of the three women, was the one the Kim Kardashian lookalike that was in the Old Navy commercials? I that everybody was making such a big deal about. No, I'm gonna have to find out. She was attractive. She, she was did. And she. I thought and of she had Kardashian. Little, yeah, and she had a little. Oh, that would have been backside. that Melissa Molinaro. That that girl. You want me yeah. to? Look, I will. Yeah, look, look that, that up. up. See if she was one. I can't remember really? what her name was supposed to be. I hmm. think. I think the other girl was Margot. I don't remember. Margot. Margot and they had weird like country I names. I forgot the first two. But um, either way, yeah. she was cute. They. I thought they were all kind of cute. They were actually good actresses for and what it was. Yeah, it didn't seem like the bad extras that yeah, we've seen in the past. Yeah, so exactly. I, I, they felt very comfortable and it was yeah. cute. Mm-hmm. Malik's pectorals were looking extra large. <laughs> they looked a little bit on the man boob side. I though. was like, whoa, they look very like huge. Whoa. Right. Like maybe he's in between training. I don't know. Does that is that what happens? Sometimes like, when they like I mean I have no personal <laughs> trainer. I mean look at me. <laughs> Although I am ready to Never mind. Because I was curious. They are very large, but they're sort of, sometimes there's like the balloon sort of mm-hmm. look large, and then that like firm, whatever. But I think so the way his, kind of I can say nipples, the yeah. way they're like, they look like from a certain angle, they look like boobs, man boobs. They were I, th- I didn't think it was anything wrong with them. No, I mean, he's a good he's looking He's a very dude, good looking guy. So he did his thing. And he looks like a football player. Yeah, he does. So he was looking very good and tasty. And obviously, he looks, he's very comfortable with yeah, clothes off. I ain't mad at you, buddy. I ain't mad. <clears throat> but obviously, he had some problems this episode. Right. And Which with was all... so confusing. <laughs> why was it confusing? Because, okay, I mean, I thought I thought it was good the beginning. And then the reason why I, the, the reason for the problem was like, oh. it was a little bit of a stretch. Okay, so Malik couldn't get it up. Basically, right. with his three ladies and right. got very frustrated and he knew the reason why and he decided that the reason why was his love okay so here's where i'm confused <laughs> first of all i okay and this is one of the problems i have with this season of the game it's mm-hmm. getting funny i appreciate that but they have a tendency it's been a tendency to a tendency to go back out of left field because I didn't know they were still in a relationship. Him and this chicken. Oh, they in, were. I didn't think that's what they were trying to say. Oh, I did. I I thought I got the impression that they were like waiting for her to get out of rehab to rekindle a relationship. I don't know. I was a little confused. I think it was just uh, the idea that it's unfinished. That he didn't necessarily declare his love for her the way that he thought he should have. And at this point, they obviously can't be together. But he felt. Like he should be upfront and honest with her yep. about everything. But don't you think that it's kind of left field? Though. It was a little because bit of a stretch. I, I feel agree. like I didn't. We didn't see it. We yeah. saw her go away, and, and then we didn't even see her go away. We just know true. she went away. <laughs> yeah. And they mentioned he dropped her off at rehab, and yeah. there was no resolution or anything to right. wrap up where that relationship ended. Other because she was passed out the right. last time we saw her. Exactly. So I agree. It was kind of out of left field a little bit. Right. And it needed to be tighter when they. Okay. Obviously, I don't think we mentioned he's in love with. Um, God, I just forgot her name. Jenna. Jenna. Who was okay. the model turned crackhead that he saved and went back to crackheadery, uh-huh. so he had to take her back to rehab. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, it wasn't... I don't know if he was saying, like, 
I love you. And when you come out, I want us to be together. Or was he saying, I love you. And I just need to say that so that I can go have sex with other people. Like it didn't make any sense. Even once they met up, I have a confession. And she had a bad wig. She had uh, was that number one. And then when, Awful. That, when that whole scene started, I was like, okay, I gave it a chance. And then the dialogue started going, I had to go to the other room. And I rewinded it. I rewound it. You rewinded it. I rewinded it. <laughs> I rewound it twice or three times to try to make sure I hurt. And I, I didn't get it. Yeah, I tuned out. Like yeah, I, just, yeah. I zoned out. Yeah. I went into the other room to go put my shoes on because I, I had to get here. I, I didn't care it. for it. it Everything good. in the beginning, the three girls were funny. Yeah. I, thought, I I enjoyed it, but And then it wrapped up with him back with the three girls able to perform, which was still funny. Like they right. came back and life was good again. So Apparently he's uh Oh, that is a third that girl is yes. from Old Navy. She's a it's Melissa Molinaro. Girl. She used to be on making the band too. M- Melissa was she really? Yeah, yeah she was Melissa. Oh, yeah. MG. She hung out with Aubrey a lot and that she changed her name. It used to be Melissa Smith. And somewhere's along the line with all the plastic surgery in the face and body and everything. Oh, she, oh. She, <laughs> these are my views. All kinds of um, detail. No, she's great. She's great. But uh, yeah, that's Melissa Molinaro from totally the Old Navy. I totally forgot about that. I remember mm-hmm. her I from never Making watched. the Band. I was a huge Making the Band fan. I was a huge Making the I'm Band fan. I'm obsessed with Aubrey still. See, I'm not obsessed with Aubrey anymore because she made me very depressed when she did her own reality show. But okay, we'll talk so about that Okay, so here's my question time. real quick before we wrap that up. Yes. Um, there were how many seasons of Making a Band? And... Two or three? Oh, there was a whole lot. There was like sections of it. It was like the original it. one. Oh, okay. But it this was, was the, the Danity King season. Danity King. It was oh, okay. rapper, girl group, and a guy group. Yeah. Ah. Three different versions. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I enjoyed Danity King. Yeah, I did. And I was sad that but they I never watched the weren't show. smart enough to pull it off and stay together because they were actually doing very well, and but they got above past, above themselves too soon. I think PDD was like... Oh. Okay, over. Well, yeah. because they were too much drama. They were like, but that's what making the that that is what you. Okay, this is totally to, different. <laughs> I know we're talking about something else. <laughs> we'll talk about making the band another yeah. time. But um, either way, Hot Chicks did a good job. Mm-hmm. He came back. He got it up. They had fun. Life was good for Malik all over again. Yes, I think it's funny though. Like that, he always looks like he's in a hotel room now. And I, I guess we're supposed to assume like that's the like downsized apartment or whatever. Right. Or is he living with Tasha? Like I don't. I, that's uh, I would like that to be clarified. Again, this is. I mean, that could be easily. A, a, like, prov- what's what? Am, what am I trying to say? The the show could like establish the setting yeah, first so we know. with just a exterior shot of yeah. a hotel because or a we hospital. Know he, we know he sold his house, but right. they never like said there should have been that moment where we were like, oh, he's in, he's his, in his little, little apartment dinky, now. Yeah, because yeah. it doesn't seem like he's doing bad. Well, no, and that was the whole point with the right. whole selling of the house. He right. wasn't going to be doing poorly. Right. He just wouldn't be living in like the big he was house before. Right. So, anywho, go you, Malik. I wonder if they lost that location. Tasty. Oh, uh, that's just no. That storyline. I don't think Evander Holyfield wouldn't. He was making his little cash off of that. I'm sure he, he was. ain't living there. <laughs> anyway, moving on to so the next big story of the day was Tasha versus Melanie, as usual. Right. So Melanie's doing the fashion show finally that mm-hmm. we learned about like 15 episodes so, ago. Uh, right. <laughs> I was like, oh, why is the fashion show back? Right. Okay. <laughs> so we're at the fashion show. Melanie's being herself, running around trying to make everything perfect, mm-hmm. and Tasha's running around. Upset because her new boo, who is actually a gigolo, right. brought another chick to the fashion show. Man whore. That was kind of bogus. I thought it was funny. I thought Tasha's wig was amazing. I, she always that looked wig was, good. Well, she had the wavy wig thing that was looking kind of crazy a couple episodes ago, but, but this, this wig one, was on The point. side, it, the whole... The side, yeah, the long the back, earrings, yeah. that shirt that's yeah, like cut out in the, in the back. back. I was she, like, get she, it, mama. She I'm, is the oldest one on the show, and she looks fantastic. The best, yeah. I'm jealous. My first, uh, what I wrote down was Jason's back. I was so happy to see him. Oh, yes. Jason, and he had his cute little funny moments when he was like, was Mike 
Jack. Too, too short. I know. We need more Jason. Yeah. I don't know how we'd get more Jason, though, right now. Because, and I think it's funny, too, though, the way, I mean, I know they can't address everything every episode. episode right. But it's like, Brandy's disappeared now. Right. And is she gone? Gone? Or, right. like, it, she should have been his date or something. Like, if right. that storyline is still going on, like, we want to know that she's still in it. Because I'm pretty sure she still has three more episodes. Right. Because she was supposed to be in for six. Well, mm, we'll see. Yeah. I don't know. That could have been easily one line. Yeah. And, Where, and, and, yeah just, where's Brandy? Oh, or if here. it was her date. Like, some kind of way that we know that that relationship is still, still existing. Still going. Yeah. Please, writers, help us out. Because we don't like when you right. just randomly, like, disappear people. Right. So Ooh, I have he, a note for... Well, that's... We can talk about it later. But, um, about the writers. But we'll talk about it later. Okay. Well, so, uh, so, Tasha basically yells over the loudspeaker. <laughs> <laughs> Baby, I'm done paying you for sex because you're bringing all these hoes around. Um, Everybody looks around and is like, whoa. And she ends up in the bathroom. Where Melanie joins her, actually out of concern for her friend. Right. That was very nice. Well, and, I, and it's it's like classic sitcom TV getting locked in the bathroom. Yeah. And it's the it's kind of the catalyst to re- resolving. I thought it was hilarious. And though. Derwin locked him in, and right. I like that everybody was that TT at least was involved, and then Jason right. just randomly shows up like, "What's up?" Right. Oh, okay. Cool. So that was all very times. cute, and it was all of them. Yeah. Which was great. Yeah. Because that doesn't happen very much. Mm-hmm. So the women are in the bathroom, and basically they attempt to resolve their issues, and right. it goes riot first which almost turns into a physical fight well it all it does turn into <laughs> well they turn slap it. each other that's <laughs> a fight slap it into a fight they both slapped each other which is awesome if i haul up and slap you that's enough right <laughs> that's not a fight though like, yeah it is no the slap is what starts the fight no the word bitch is what started the fight well that's an interesting thing that i want you to hold on to because okay. we're going to discuss that even further okay. But anyway, so they each slap each other. Basically, I'm sorry, when they were just <laughs> arguing, I actually was like totally on Tasha's side. And because at first I was kind of like, oh, this is dramatic. But she kind of railed, rattled off right. all the things that Mel and I was like, eh, yeah, yeah, you should just apologize for being yeah. so crappy. Yeah. And then they slapped, slapped, and Melanie <laughs> ran in the bathroom and <laughs> well, locked she, herself in. <laughs> she, well, you know, when someone's taking off the earrings, it's going down. <laughs> that was so great. She gets her earrings off all extra fast, but Melanie is like running into the bathroom before she gets there. It was the best thing ever. Yeah, I laughed. It was, it was it did, that did make me laugh. It was quite yeah. funny. And I'm not entirely certain how that transitioned into them being friends again. Um, well, <laughs> she basically yelling. said, you know, I all out of everything that you've done to me, you've never apologized. And that That's was when was. Okay. Melanie, uh, she came out, she was like, I thought I have. Because I was waiting for the apology, and that's what I was like, wait, where? she never said I'm sorry. Can she actually just say I'm sorry? Right. And that would solve it. Okay, right. good. All right. So there you go. So she apologized. They hug it out, mm-hmm. and they call each other family. Right. And I'm so glad they've resolved oh, it, because I miss them being catty, but friends shit. <sighs> friendly catty, not the, like, seriously angry. What like, episode is this? You. This is episode eight. Okay. Or well, no, I'm sorry. Nine. Episode nine. Okay, so... There's got to be more drama. I mean, well, there's more. There's still room for more well, drama. I mean, 23 episodes and they've already made up. 22. 22. Okay. So we have, what does that mean? 12 left? <laughs> I can't do math. 13. <laughs> Sorry. Something else is going to I'm sure something else will happen. And you know, they got to bring Jason's drama to a head. Right. And then they've got to bring Malik some drama to mm-hmm. head again. And I, You know what? I. I I kind of like the fact that the, um, they've been they're putting certain characters in the forefront. Like mm-hmm. Derwin was way in the background this episode. Yes. Like he might have had two lines, which, which was nice. Which is nice because he really right. You know, 
And it gives Malik something to do. You know. And it gives us more relationship time with everybody. Right. So we're getting to... Whereas yeah. they want to build all these characters, they're building the characters, but we're not right. losing people, which is good that Derwin had his two lines because we still want to know he's there, but right. he doesn't need to be all over the place. Right. So the girls are friends again, and then they pose at the end of the episode, and it was fantastically wonderful and amazing. And scene. That was the episode. I feel like it, we're, we left something out. No, they did the fashion show and they did flips and it was um, fun at the end. And I have no idea what Melanie had on on the runway. What the, the hell end. was that? I don't know. It's like a square. Like know. you know, one of those things you played with the little paper things. <laughs> oh yeah, that's what it what reminded you, me. What do you even call those? I don't know. It's like the chance you pick a color, pick a number, yeah, a color, <laughs> and then like, who you would date. Exactly. It was fun. That's exactly what that dress those. reminded me. I of. think they still make that stuff. Oh, Kelly Pitts. Make, like I, I always look up here and I see Kelly Pitts. You know, and I think that's why subconsciously. I never remember to send Phil the other picture because I just want that back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and hopefully, if they make uh-huh. it to next season, it will be back. Yeah. But as it stands, it is what it is. Mm-hmm. They rebonded, and so you wanted to mention something about the. Uh, oh, that we can talk about it with we the, the. Well, we can talk about that later. Okay. With the well, news and gossip. We'll see what that goes news. into. So right now yeah. we're going to ship over to a commercial break, and we'll be back with our special segment. After Buzz TV. Hi, I was once like you. A lazy, angry loner whose only joy was watching TV and surfing the net. And, like you, after I'd see one of my favorite TV shows, I'd be so excited and have so many questions that I'd actually have to talk to my douchebag co-workers about it at the water cooler. Then, I discovered AfterBuzzTV.com. AfterBuzzTV produces after-show webcasts and podcasts for TV series of all kinds. Like post-game wrap-up shows for all your favorite TV shows. AfterBuzz TV hosts are industry insiders who break down episodes of shows, take calls from fans, and interview cast and crew from each series. With over 60 different aftershows, from Boardwalk Empire, to American Idol, to Vampire Diaries, to Real Housewives, and more. Now, after a night of TV, I can ignore my stupid co-workers, who I hate, and go straight to my desk and watch or listen to all my favorite AfterBuzz TV aftershows and have all the TV fan interaction I need. Thank you, AfterBuzz TV. AfterBuzz TV. What do you want to buzz about? Thank you. Thank you. I don't think that was for you. Of course it was for me. It was applause. We were doing so well. Let's not ruin it, okay? (laughs) We were getting along so famously. And we're back here at AfterBuzz TV, the game edition. And we're going to talk about our special segment today. Okay. And what came to me, of course, is the age-old question that I'm sure we've discussed 80 million times with friends and family and whatever. But it is the usage of interesting words that tend to be derogatory, but we think that they are actually not derogatory when we use them with ones that we love. Right. In this instance, it's the word bitch. Right. In other instances, it's the N-word. Mm-hmm. How do we feel about that? Well, my stance is it depends on how how much power you give the word. For me, um, you know, I, I just think that it, I think it does depend on who you're referring to or who you're speaking of, um, because I can use that word lightly with people that I know won't take who won't take offense to it. Um, however, um, certain you know other people might consider it very and I and I know let, let's just be honest. Well, I'll be honest. The word "bitch" is really kind of a, a black woman's like <laughs> call to. Uh, I'm just saying, like, I don't know. It's like, because it's like, if 
if women call each other a bitch, th- that's where it's a problem, I, I think. Or think even it's a problem if women call each other. Yeah, well, I think if anyone calls a woman a bitch, I think it's a problem, and it's because you let you allow yourself to you give that you give that word that power at that time. You know what I mean? Hmm. Because in this situation. That was the catalyst for the whole argument. But does it not completely... It was, it's completely about intention, right? Because she was calling her a bitch before. That's what I'm saying. Cool. And they even talked about it. And But me- now she's trying to say, can we use another word? Cause that- because maybe Melody <laughs> never really stood up and said, hey, look, I don't really appreciate that word. Um, Isn't that like hypersensitive, though? Really? Because uh, you know it's... I mean... The reality is she's calling you a female dog. So is she really calling you anything that's... If you're fine with it in said circumstance, why are you suddenly going to be like, oh, I, I don't, I don't well, like Well, I think in this context... And she the, says it herself. She said it herself. Well, in the bathroom context, it was meant for like I, an that, attack. But I, think the, but I think we know when there's an actual attack. Mm-hmm. Sure. Uh, I love that I just I totally didn't do that <laughs> slick at all. <laughs> That's why I'm trying to focus on you and not over there, because then I'll be like, um, what's going on? I have on? ADD problems, so I'm like, stars, there's lights, How do you feel about it? I think it? it's interesting, because I feel like the like politically correct thing for me to feel is to be like, it is so not appropriate to use such words, but at the same time, like, I don't know. I, I Me and my girlfriends definitely have used it, mm-hmm. and referring to each other, and I think we're not incapable of recognizing intent like mm-hmm. we know obviously in the bathroom when chasha says it to melanie that was that stung it was a pointed yeah attack i mean she spelled it out and then she said it but if she said bitch come on here let's get a drink right like, that doesn't mean the same thing to me so mm-hmm. i don't understand why that has to be so dramatic of a word but at the same time then there's the n-word that people make the same argument for which i personally think is another separate issue altogether but then there are those people that would say how can you make that a separate issue because the bottom line is a word that's derogatory is a word that's derogatory okay so what is your stance my on the stance n-word? on the n-word is is that specifically in this country because of what it meant mm-hmm. it's not a worthy word it right. should just be whatever but i will admit to have slipped to have said it in my lifetime now because i not only say this because there are very there are a few variations of the word you know what i mean are there well you can either you can either (laughs) spell it out from like slavery that er or you can slap an A on the end well, of if it. You slap an A, does it now make it a new word? Well, that's what I'm asking. Well, that's I mean, I don't or you can change it to uh, G R O. Yeah, you I know, mean, there's I guess, a, there's variations. I'm sure there's people that like it would be more interesting to have this conversation if they have a firm stance on it. I Courtney, uh, we're gonna go to a phone call in just oh, a cool. bit uh, to talk about it. I just wanted to weigh in on those two words a little bit. I mean, I think. For me personally, just what works for me, whether it's uh, not meant derogatory or if it is, obviously I'm not going to do it if it is derogatory, but mm-hmm. I just try to shy away from those words yeah. just for me personally. And I wanted to bring up something, um, this may be a whole different can of worms, but when those words are used to you to be endearing, and I'm, I'm specifically speaking on the N-word, mm-hmm. you as m- myself being Latino, like, how do you guys feel about that? Because I never I never liked it. I never enjoyed it. I was like, you don't have to do that to make me feel comfortable. I don't, uh, you know what I mean? No, I don't think that, like, I mean. My, room, my, my roommate was black and, and uh, Asian, uh, Japanese, and he would use it towards me. And, and mm-hmm. I, I don't know, I don't know that I even like that. And that, you know what I mean? 
Yeah, I agree. I don't. I don't. Think I don't. That, I, don't really. I know we're warranting a lot of comments on our iTunes page, but we are going there, which and is we, fine. I mean, I would love to hear people's. Like, right. it would be nice for once and for all. We talk about it, and there is a like solved attitude that we have about it and people are stopped angrying about it and all this and whatever which i know won't happen because we'll all continue to have different opinions right. about whether or not it should be used it's but. also a generational thing like i know a lot of older african-americans mm-hmm. don't like the of word. course not and, because but when it was used to them it was it was a different meaning a exactly <laughs> so and i mean even to take it further with the homosexual community the same thing it, yeah the they f word, word fag yeah or faggot i mean it's just like for me to say it to another homosexual, it, it may be okay, but, you know, if I were to say it, you know, or someone said it to me in a derogatory term, it may not be acceptable. Yeah. I personally don't care either way. Yeah. You know, I know who I am. I know what, I'm, what I am, and you can call me whatever. It's just... I can. <laughs> you can't. Actually, you have. And we're gonna we're gonna save that for the next show. Well, Courtney's always just picking on you. Well, nah, she's I'm called me a slave. She, okay, she loves you. Well, it was real quick. Love. Let's 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 uh grab a phone call and see okay. what. Uh, Who do we have today? Hello, hello, Hi, caller. What's your name? Hi, I'm Kyle from Maryland. Hi, oh, Kyle from hey. Maryland. What's going on, Kyle? Hey, not a whole lot. Not a whole lot. How y'all doing tonight? We're doing wonderful. What do you got for us today? Um, I just wanted to say, like, as far as the whole fight scene or the slap scene in the bathroom, yes. I was really ready for, like, Tasha to, like, push Melanie. <laughs> like, I wanted more out of the fight. She ran. She had time to. It ran, right. I was waiting for her to, like, like snatch the earrings off and, like, push her up against the, I don't know, the wall or something, and then tussle a little bit and, like, somebody slip on a heel and then had like a, had like a you know like a ha 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 moment like you know bitch you crazy right type of thing going on. I, I agree but I think that would have been ran. hilarious <laughs> yeah and also I wanted to say that the, the um, one of the models that um, had the afro I, I can't think of her name right now but she was one of the deal or no deal girls oh is that where she's right. from yes thank that, you for yeah, your insight her, yeah, yeah. Thank you and for that, that and insight. Funny story about the deal or no deal chicks, and I'm probably sure that I used to work at an agency, and our agency represented all, just about all the models from mm-hmm. that show. So, yeah, I probably met her once or twice. And you didn't recognize her uh, at all. Shame mm-hmm. on you. I mean, really. Well, thank you so much for your input, Caller. You got anything else for us? Are you good? Hey, Kyle, can I ask you a um, question? Can I ask you a quick question? Sure, Did you hear our conversation just now about the B word and the N word? I did. I did. Okay, so um, what is your stance? Well, he just used the word right now. Well, he did, but well, playfully, well, yeah, which well, went which went to the, Courtney's um, point. Within a situ- within a situation, within I think situation. It, mm-hmm. you know people you know people take it this way, and then you know if you with your girlfriends or your boyfriends, what have you, and you just throw the word around, and as long as nobody gets their feelings hurt, I guess it's okay. Question mark. Mm-hmm. But um, as far as the the er or the n or the um a at the end of the n word mm-hmm. uh i think if, if nobody puts er on the end of it then i'm not offended okay interesting and i'm a biracial person i was so. just about to oh, ask that's, that's the next question. <laughs> 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 all right well would you agree that in general we should just all maybe try to steer clear of these words I would because I, I I have a white friend who's a female and she said it one day and I turned around and was like, "What did you say?" No, what did she say? The N word. 
she said the, she said the N word just like in passing because it's like you know if I say it with my black friends it's cool but then my white friend she turns around and says it and I you know I whip my head around and say what did you just say and that's a double standard I mean, so. exactly that's when the double standard comes in but I, I eventually let it go because I was like you know I had to you know step back in myself I was like wait a minute it's just a word are you really going to get that upset because she said it when you know X Y and Z. Mm. I said it even though they're different race, and then, you know, I, eventually I just let it go. I was just like, okay, it happened. Good for you. It's just a word in the end. No reason to no, okay. okay, I have to ask both of you, and Ronnie, you can <laughs> chime in. It, okay, if it's just a word, if someone is maliciously saying it to you to be derogatory, how do you take it? Well, I, oh, go ahead. Caller, you want to go with that Kyle. first? Well, if somebody's using a derogatory where, like, if they're in my face and they're pointing fingers and mm-hmm. right, and being hostile and they're saying it, then, yeah, I'm ready to fight because you called me on my name. Right. You know? Marilyn. <laughs> <laughs> I'm at you. Is that, like, D.C., Marilyn? Baltimore? Where Baltimore? are you, Marilyn? Yeah. Do we get to know? Is that too much information? You don't have to tell us. <laughs> we are online. We're not trying to get you stalked. <laughs> Well, thank you for your input, Kyle, and thank you for watching us. Oh, no problem. I love you guys. Oh, Is there anything else you, you want to say? Did are, Have you been uh, following this, well, just, this season? Well, just, um, I'm sorry. Say again? Oh, I was just asking, have you been following this entire season, or did you just happen to catch this episode tonight? I've been, I've been following the entire season, but I didn't find out about After Buzz till about November-ish, so mm-hmm. I may have caught the um, after shows, like, or, like maybe around episode three or four or five okay, okay. and what but, is, I, but i've been watching ever since cool I have been watching ever since. hey caller can you do us a favor though go to our itunes sure. page you know hit us with the comments uh rate the shows or whatever uh you know courtney i know personally does a lot of research like on these shows like she spends a lot of time on it so i work if, hard if, you know kenny as well they've been sending you know i'll get emails from them or whatever like beyond <laughs> when we actually do the show <laughs> what's funny there um so just do us a favor and you know make sure our itunes page looks real good rate and comment and all that stuff we would appreciate it okay cool no problem all right and keep in touch we love to yeah. hear your input anytime most, all the time most, most definitely most all definitely. right well you have a wonderful night i think it's kind of late over there <laughs> yeah it's about it's like midnight over here. No, that's not that's late. That's good man. He's watching us at midnight. Girl. Right on. I was about to say, girl, that's late for me. Because <laughs> <laughs> she, if she ain't had her fat burger, hey, y'all better watch out. I had a Robex juice, and I'm feeling pretty nice. Kyle, thank you so much for Thanks, calling. Kyle. We look forward to hearing from you again. No problem. I'll be calling back. All right. Yay, Kyle. We like when. Thank you, Kyle. We I like love when. Kyle. He was very nice. Yeah. He had some good input, insight, too. Very good insight. <laughs> I, I think it's just an argument that'll continue to go on and on and yeah. on and on. But uh, in the end, I, I think intent is important because mm-hmm. I, it's interesting. I've been in a situation where a friend said something seemingly derogatory, one of these terms, to another friend, mm-hmm. and that other friend has completely written this, per- written this, written, written this person <laughs> off. <laughs> as a racist blah 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 blah, blah right, awful right. awful person mm-hmm. and i honestly after uh, i didn't i wasn't there when it actually occurred mm-hmm. i heard about it after the fact when i heard about it after the fact i asked the friend that said the thing she completely didn't realize or understand that she had said something that would be that offensive to this person right and i just it it it, it bothers me that you would go to the extreme of really like writing somebody off because the reality is, uh, maybe it's just because I am a black girl that grew up in an entirely white <laughs> arena of life. Mm-hmm. So 
people have said many things to me that would be offensive and horrible without a clue of realizing like wow. oh wait yeah like you wouldn't and you unless you say something they don't know because otherwise they've never been the uh, that other person mm-hmm. and they've never been was, in a situation i was gonna say there's also the element of where you're from like you had talked about who you grew up with i mean even for me, like Los Angeles, you know, these big cities, New York, like these are melting pots. Yeah. So I didn't even know really, you know, me growing up in Southern California, I didn't really know there was this big race issue. And man, yeah. those red states, they'll tell you something yeah. else. Well, you and got- it's really funny that you say yeah. that because I have a girlfriend that is um, half Hispanic and half black. And she was raised around her entire Hispanic family. So mm-hmm. her concept of being, even though you would see her, most people would assume she's a black woman. Mm-hmm. She had no concept of being a black woman. because right. Her mother was Mexican and she was raised Mexican, basically. Right. And so the idea that there's all this going on and all these things that would be a problem, what I, like it was mm-hmm. a completely foreign concept to her growing up in Southern California. I was like, wow, that's kind of a nice, interesting existence. Maybe not nice. I don't know. Some people might think she was too shielded from it. But I think right. it's kind of cool that out here, at least from what I've seen and a few people that I've met, that uh, the idea of race as I know it mm-hmm. growing up, having grown up in Georgia and then grown up in upstate New York very different than what went on out here and my my experience i grew up in an all-black neighborhood in south carolina which is totally like moving for me moving here eight years ago was a culture shock mm. not only with the race thing like with the whole gay thing and like you know i'd never been around an asian community or yeah. you know hispanic community and it was just like this whole culture shock and even now going back um to South Carolina and to the South because I, you know, went to school in Florida, which was still Southern Georgia. Yeah. It was, it's still very backwoods. I mean, people, you know, you're, if you're with a white person in, in the South and you're black and, you know, you're as a couple, you still get looked at, you know, looked down upon or looked at in a funny way, which is really like, you know, and I think a lot of the harboring of those words or the, you know, especially the N word or, you know, other derogatory words still have an effect on I, I don't know if I should say society, that society, which mm-hmm. I guess I could call it a society of people, um, but it still exists. And, you know, um, I, I would like to say if it, it is regional because, I mean, it, it occurs here. No, I, I guess it occurs everywhere. I, guess, but, I mean, everybody's. Everybody has a feeling about it right. some way, one way or the other, right. wherever they're from, whatever right. they've grown up as. And I just, I don't know. I think it's an interesting really, thing to look at. I encourage yeah. the conversation to continue because it is so difficult. Like you said, there's no like there's answer. No answer. How do you, no. um, I would say that for me, uh, you know, this is what maybe my uh, opinion or advice would be. If you're saying it to be derogatory, shame on you because you yeah. are going to, you go, I don't like to curse on these shows, but you're going the chicken shit route. If that yeah. is your intent, right? Here's the thing. If you're trying to say something to, uh, to, to get somebody and get under their skin because you don't like them personally, just, just talk about them. Don't, don't go yeah. off those words. You right. know? I mean, and I think even, I'm not going to speak for the world, but I think most of us of sound heart and mind can agree that if you're using it as an attack, it right. is not. Okay. I, I think the real debate comes in right. whether there's room for it outside of an attack. I, I just had a flashback to a roommate that I had here in in L.A. um, who I hope she's not watching. She is (laughs) she was from a different country. She was from Europe, Mm -hmm. uh, Bulgaria. And we got into a heated argument one night over like dishes or something. And I basically was like, all right, I'm not going to argue. This is stupid. And I went to my room and she through the door yelled the N word. Ooh, and <laughs> it was like they use that in Bulgaria. No, <laughs> and that's the funny part of the story is that 
that got my blood so boiled that mm. I I came out, I lashed out at her. I got to the point where I was in tears by the end of the night. I had to call my mom. And my mom is in South Carolina, and it's three hours later, so it was like 2 o'clock in the morning for her. And, you know, I'm on the phone. This girl, and she, you know, she's white by, you know, color. And, you know, it was just... and, And... the next or like two or three days later after the, everything got resolved she explained to me i don't i never i don't even know what that means but i just know it's a bad term so mm. you know it was a jab she doesn't know the wealth of history exactly behind it. she, she didn't know the weight it of it exactly yeah. so interesting interesting how much longer did you live with her not much longer after that well, of course not yeah oh, well the saga continues we don't have an answer but we will continue to talk about it and yeah maybe one day that we'll all come to some peaceful agreement on the way we should use it wow. i have no idea but in the meantime we're going to talk about some news and gossip okay for this week sounds good All right, so we've got our ratings tracker again in its eighth week, which was last week for the game. They held steady for the second week in a row with a 1.3 rating in the adults 18 to 49 demographic. And they came in technically second behind Tosh.0. Why technically second? Well, technically, because I think like Big Bang was still in there for like multiple, but that was like a rerun. So for original programming, they're still hanging in there tight. That's good. And they maintain their numbers, so it's all good. And I found something that I'm not sure is entirely true, and I tried to confirm it in multiple places, and I haven't been able to confirm it. But hopefully, uh, I can confirm it at some point. In the fall of this year, Tia Maori is supposed to be performing in the ensemble of the national tour of Sister Act with her sister Tamara Maori as the Dolores Ben Cartier character. I thought that was kind of strange. Well, isn't she's not acting anymore? I thought tomorrow. Ooh, oh no, she's getting. Hello, did you not watch their reality show? I last don't watch. They're no. getting. She was trying to get back into it. She had stepped away from it for a while, and she's been sort of making strides to get back into it yeah. recently. So. I don't know. Right now, what's her name? Raven Simone is doing Dolores on Broadway. So the tour will happen. And I thought it was interesting that it said fall 2012 because Mm -hmm. I would think that would still be shooting time for the game if they get renewed, but maybe not. I think everything is pending on if they get renewed. If they get renewed. Yeah. So, So, and I think they're just living their life as if. As if it's not. Because you can't live it otherwise. You're natural. You take a job where you can get it. So, congratulations to them. If it is true, we'll figure it out. If not, I'm happy to see it. I can't wait to see it because I haven't seen it in New York yet and I really wanted to see it. So maybe I'll get to see it when it comes out here. Wow. Um, all right. So we've got our exciting brown people in entertainment news as usual. Do we get a bumper? We always. Oh, brown I, people I, edition. I, I brown love people news. <laughs> I like you I'm still learning. I'm learning. <laughs> you, you know, I make I'm mistakes. Like, I don't know if I'm just going to stop and it's going to come or if I need to say something. Okay. Brown people news. <laughs> so our exciting brown people news segment. Of course, we want to tout the accomplishments and the new things that are coming our way in the brown people community, mm-hmm. which extends to lots of... Oh, I like my... It extends to a variety of communities. And starting this week with the blessing of Tupac's mother, Afeni Shakur, Tony Award winning Georgia Hall of Fame playwright and director Kenny Leon. I'm trying to get in your movie still, Magnolias, in case you didn't know. (laughs) um, Is working on a musical entitled Holler If You Hear Me, based on Tupac's music. The musical isn't about Tupac personally. It's a fictional story about two childhood friends in a Midwestern industrial city and their extended families. A Broadway premiere date hasn't been set yet, but Kenny plans to start casting next week. Tupac lives. Tupac lives, and I, I mean, love said, Tupac. He said albums come out, documentaries, oh, things. But he's his, been dead almost twenty as years. As a writer, right? he's so prolific. So I wonder what they're gonna do. Yeah, 
I think it could be interesting. I think it'd be good. Fingers crossed. And Kenny Leon's very talented. Yeah. So I think he can come up with something fabulous. And this was my most exciting piece of Brown People News, personally, okay. because I'm in love with this person. Former Alias star Angela Bassett is directing the CIA again, only this time she'll be working with Julia McMahon, who's also very tasty. Yeah. Um, Bassett and McMahon are in final negotiations to star in Fox's untitled teen spy drama from Bones's uh, Karen Usher. The Hollywood Reporter has learned in the 20th century television drama, which revolves around Jane Forsyth, the orphaned 14-year-old daughter of a CIA operative who encounters a mysterious rogue agent slash assassin who ultimately serves as both her surrogate father and professional mentor in the spy world. Sounds like Alias. It is Alias in other ways. So wait, so Angela Bassett is going to direct. She's going to be the director of the CIA again. Oh, 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 she, so she's going to play the director. She's going to play the director of the CIA, which uh. is very suitable and perfect for her because I love her. Yeah. And she does those roles so very well, and I'm glad to see her come back to television. Yes. She needs work. And last but not least, we have an interesting little uh, show that has been uh, picked up for, I guess they're doing a pilot. I don't know if it's going to be picked up for the whole season, mm-hmm. but... A breadth of Latina talent has been tapped for Mark Cherry's new pilot entitled Devious Maids, including Rosalind Sanchez, Donya Ramirez, Ramirez, Donya Ramirez, <laughs> Ana Ortiz, and Judy Reyes. The drama will revolve around the lives of four Latina women working as maids for rich families in Beverly Hills. Interesting. I thought it was interesting. I actually think it's kind of funny how we get these things that come up that cause such inflamed feelings right um unfortunately our our co-host isabel mora is not here our resident latina yes our resident latina and she had (laughs) not so positive things to say (laughs) about this which is i mean we get in the same argument when they do different black shows the help for one well yes (laughs) which i still yeah initially it doesn't sound like a great project but but you never know it doesn't not this is my question because i'm gonna play devil's I said advocate it doesn't right sound, now yeah. how does it not sound first of all the things that go on in those households that these women see and have to deal with are amazing stories first of all second of all it's perfect for like that kind of like desperate housewives type drama mm. kind of soap opery dramaness which makes for a great television right and it employs a ridiculous amount of no, that's, you're, you're definitely right. So I get, I understand that we're like, eh, they're ma-, but the bottom line is that there are still Hispanic maids that work in these households. I, so the concept, like, I just, I don't know why we get so, I know that it's because there's not enough balance. It's that sensitive, but, you know, when I read it just before we went on air, I was like, ooh. ooh that, but that's the first thing we think, because when I read it, I did the same thing. I was like, this is going <laughs> to be okay great That's okay to be, I think it is natural, yeah. though. Right. I mean, I, I work production on a show, American Latino TV and Latin Nation, and we always literally, you know, the interviews, uh, we would hear people talk about, you know, progress and, and forward growth, you know, yeah. with the mm-hmm. Latino community. And then when you hear this, you almost think initially that it can't be done well or classy or yeah. tasteful right. or whatnot. So I just, I'm going to give it the best hope. I don't know if I like the cast, though. I would have liked to see Amy Garcia in it. I think she is on the rise. That was huh? my next question, was what do you guys think of the cast? Because I looked up, and everybody, and I love that, I just, I look up everybody and who, the, where the right. I feel like we're on the internet the same amount of time. I know. <laughs> but it's funny, because I knew, I was hoping Isabel would be here, and she's always, like, mad, because it's not actually Mexicans, Mexicans or whatever. Point, right. And I oh, looked like at Jennifer and none Lopez of these are Selena. Mexican. They're all Puerto Rican yeah, or Dominican. Ramirez, right, right. So I was cracking up with that, and I figured. I'm I not certain to, what Amy Garcia is, but she would have been perfect. There's a new girl named Gina Rodriguez who would have been perfect. Well, maybe, but see, that opens the door. You have no idea. Like, those types of shows, especially when they're one-hour dramas, there's so much room for, for 
co-stars and guest star roles and things mm-hmm. like that. So that gives those other women opportunities that otherwise they don't have because they are obviously in some cases Hispanic looking. Right. And so they get classified into certain categories and they only get cast in certain things. Right. So nonetheless, I don't know what's going to happen, but I, I thought it was interesting. And I think it's interesting that it's Mark Cherry's project. Right. Because apparently he likes to slap people around on stage. (laughs) (laughs) Whole different show. I know, right? But uh, we'll see what happens with that, if it even takes off at all. But they're doing a pilot. Can I talk about another show that may go in this little news segment here? Um, For better or worse, we did the after show here. They are going to be back in July. They are coming back. We had five of the six actors hang out with us in the AfterBuzz studio, so we are excited about that. That was just my Congratulations to them. Yeah. Good job. Good job. <laughs> and there's always lots of brown people news, which right. I am very excited about because when I first started doing this, the whole point was just so that these shows we can tell people and people can watch, watch or find them right. or whatever. Mm-hmm. And there's always more than I have time for. So keep right. looking out for it mm-hmm. and support the shows because that's the only way we'll get more of what we actually want right. to see. So, oh, I wanted to throw oh, in yes, that the game, um, I saw it during the commercials that... They won writing for the Image Awards. Yes, they did. I just I wrote it down. It's like congratulations, game. I found it interesting. My next question to that was who else who was, was nominated? For? <laughs> Are there any other shows? But I don't want to say that because I didn't watch. So I'm sure they were nominated against it's, somebody. Right. They had some competition. Well, obviously there's got to be a Tyler Perry. It had show. to be a Tyler Perry. Yeah. So you know. Anyway, congratulations to the game. Thank you all out there for joining us. Make sure you check us out on AfterBuzzTV.com. Follow us on Twitter at AfterBuzzTV. Follow me on Twitter at Stuart Starlet. You'll never find Kenny, so just don't try. <laughs> you can just hang out with us. Find us on Facebook. We love you. We or appreciate call us. you. Or call us. Call us next week. We love your input. And make your comments on iTunes. Please, when you're doing your downloads, we love you. We appreciate you. Have a good night. Bye, guys. From Bing.com, executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. Brown People Edition. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. <laughs> 